This is the Russian dynamite Masha Slamovich. Becca here. This is not America's sweetheart Davian. It's Billy Starks and the super fly guy Trayvon Jordan. This is the fly side flyer Jalen Brandon. Hardcore princess Jules Malone. Hi there, this is the bubblegum princess Alexia Nicole. This is the Brazilian Wonder Woman Christy Jane. This is the baddest black belt Chennai Kai. This is Kid Bandit. The smash hit Joel Bateman. This is Robin Renegade. Cody Hawk. Brutal Bob Evans. And you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. What's crack-lacking, my alcoholics? It is I, Dr. Cool J. Klang, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Hello? Hello, 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 and welcome to the show at Wrestling With... Entertainment, the only audio experience on the web today. The trusted choice for interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Tuesday and Wednesday on YouTube and Castbox. Sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I'm, of course, your host, James J. And it's a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with the coolest cat in the country, the headmaster of hip, the ringleader of rad. The man with the mastery of badassery, the dopest dude in the dungeon, the owner of Hotel California, Dr. Cool J. Clang. What's crack lacking, my alcoholics, man? What a what an introduction! That was absolutely fantastic. One of the coolest introductions I could have gotten. You got all got all my nicknames down, all my monikers down. That was sweet. That was sweet. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, we like to do a big heel on wrestling with. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, absolutely. And I beat don't bigger than Dr. Cool himself, right? That That is true. That is darn true. And uh, if everybody wants to see you in all your coolness, where's the next place you're going to be? Uh, next place I'm going to be, I will be at Creative Pro's Holiday Toy Drive in Lindbrook, New York, uh, December 8th, the nights in Columbus. I'm going to be wrestling there. Uh, donate two action figures to get in. There are no tickets. Just bring two action figures to the show, and that's how you'll get in. That's how you'll get your seat. Uh, on social medias, at Dr. Cool Clang on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Dr. Cool J Clang on YouTube, if that's what you're looking for. But there you go. That's that's what's coming up for. That's what's that's those are the appointments that are that are on Doctor Cool's schedule in the near future. All right, and you don't even need to go look for uh, Doctor Cool social media and merchandise. Um, all of the links will be in the description of the video below or on YouTube in Castbox. Thank you very much for that. Thank you very much. Of course. Um, now you work for Creative. And BPW, can you tell us about your relationship with those companies? Uh, well, I, I started at Creative Pro about two years ago, September 29th, 2020. That was the the first day I started training in wrestling. Creative Pro is my home school, and I've been there for a little over two years now. Uh, got on their shows back when they first started running live shows again when after the pandemic. Uh, the pandemic was pretty much over with and since then I've been having a great time doing shows there wrestling the guys in the locker room 
uh, a couple months ago, I got us. I was in a six-man tag match with Bully Ray, and that was an incredible experience. I've competed for championships with Creative Pro. Just overall, an excellent experience. I couldn't ask for a better wrestling school to have started out with. Um, with PPW, that was the first place outside of Cap where I I went out and and tried to get uh, tried to get booked for and do ring crew for, and I'm glad that that paid off because at this point I'm a consistent part of the roster and I'm doing these shows pretty consistently and frequently and I'm I'm very glad that it worked out like that. They're two of my favorite places to wrestle for. Now you meant you just mentioned that you started in September of 2020. I did. So you're you started training right in the midst of the pandemic and all that bad stuff. That is true. What was I'm a, I'm a risk taker. <laughs> oh, is it was it because I know that the pandemic hit New York really hard. So was that kind of the midst of everything, or was it kind of things were kind of settling down? Like, what was that era part like? That era. Um. So I guess the height of it was like back when it first started, back in March or April or May. Yeah. I'd say at at the point where I started, it was like at that point, no shows were really being run. No, like, no, like, Cap wasn't doing any live shows. BPW wasn't doing any live shows. A lot of local places and places, like, in the, in the Northeast weren't really doing any shows at the time. It was, like, getting a little bit better, but it was it was in that era of, it was, the, the pandemic was still going on. Like, I remember I started college around that time, and, I had a couple in-person classes, but a lot of them were online for the first two semesters. So at this point, it was still, it was still kind of uh, people were still dealing with the pandemic and and doing all that all that kind of stuff. Now, is it equal parts frustrating because you know you're obviously ready to a degree, but it's also beneficial because you have that extra time to maybe train a little bit more where you won't have if there wasn't a pandemic? Um, I, uh, I think I don't think it hurt my career that the pandemic happened because I, I showed up to class regularly. I was very consistent when the, when the pandemic first started. So I feel like I got my training and I got the, the beginning experience that I needed to, to be where I'm at today. And even though there weren't like a whole lot of shows at times, I, at this point now, I'm, I'm, I'm going out there and, and trying to put myself out there more and, and wrestle more on the weekends and in front of live crowds. So I don't think it, I don't really think it hurt me in any way. I'm not, honestly, I'm not all that frustrated that it happened. It was tough. It's it was tough for not just wrestlers, but like everyone in the world. So, I I I think at this point, I, it worked out fine in my favor. So I can't say that I'm frustrated about it. Right. Now, and what are you going to college for? You're already a doctor. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, scratch that. I didn't say that. Uh, 
that was out of character. Just pretend to cut that out or something. <laughs> okay. What makes you think I edit this? <laughs> All right. Um, on to some good stuff. Uh, you mentioned it. You teamed with Bully Ray and, uh, to a lesser degree, Phil Cardigan. What was that experience like, obviously, being in the ring with, you know, a legend, an ECW alumni, all that good stuff? Yeah, it was a surreal experience. Uh, it was, she was the first, uh, I guess, big name, big wrestling name that I've, I've been in a match with. And it was a, it was a surreal experience. Just even being, me and Phil being in there when Bully was, uh, was making his entrance. Uh, he's, he's really good. He's, he's super fun to wrestle with. It's one of my favorite matches of the year, for sure, of my career. Uh, that being said, it's, it was such a, a such a cool experience. Like, just the, like, he was more of a, a guy that I, I watched as a kid. I still watch now. He's a TV star, obviously, and it was so, it's something that I'm, I was super grateful to to be a part of. Oh, for sure. You uh, Team 3D, correct? That's true, yeah. Team 3D. And, um... You, uh, you did What's Up, and that was awesome as well. Yeah, glad to do all the all the good old Team 3D uh, uh, sticks, I guess you could say. <laughs> I, I got I got get the tables, and I gave I gave Boy Ray a pair of sunglasses. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Now, can actually. Actually, sorry to cut you off. It wasn't a pair of sunglasses. It was a pair of sunglasses with the lens popped out and then a tape, piece of tape in the middle. So it was like, it was sunglasses, but it ended up being just fake, fake glasses. All right, keep going. That's, that's all I had to say. I'm pretty sure he has a couple paradigms. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the point. That was the point. <laughs> all right. Can you tell us about... Your rivalry with Johnny Class. Yeah, that was a that was a long, a long rivalry, wasn't it? Um, it was. Uh, we had five five matches over the course of five consecutive Creator Pro live events. They were all different match types. One was a six man tag. We had a lumberjack match. We had a fatal four-way for the cap title. We had the the, the king of cap battle royal, and we had the uh, the mayhem medal, which was in July. It spanned from December to July, which is like what is that? Eight months. Um. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty hefty rivalry. I think it was. I think it's funny how that worked out. I don't know if that was the plan. I think. The main rivalry was from the Lumberjack match at Intoxication, and that was a lot of fun. The Fatal 4-Way was a lot of fun. It was a pleasure working with him and, and learning from him. He's a, he's a great wrestler, and I think we tied it up. We tied the rivalry uh, pretty nicely after the Mayhem Medal when we rejoiced in the ring with a good old hug. So the rivalry is kind of put on hold for now. I think the rivalry is done. I think we've we've went our separate ways. We've come to a mutual understanding of respect. 
I think at this point, we've, we've been through hell and back together. <laughs> we've been through hell and back. Gone through lumberjack matches, battle royals, fatal four ways title matches. It's it's been one wild ride, and I think at this point we're just it's just a mutual sign of respect. We understand one another. It's time to beat somebody else up. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rivalries and maybe not mutual respect or if there ever will be respect between you. Um, can you tell us about the Battle of Hotel uh, California? Oh, man. The Battle of Hotel California. I mean, I'd say it's the, the comeback story of the year. A four-part a four-part epic on the Dr. Cool channel. Dr. Cool J Klang on YouTube. Once you're done with this podcast, if you're going on a Dr. Cool marathon, let me suggest starting off, we have we have the haunting of Dr. Cool at Excite Wrestling. That's part one. Then we have Crazy Cool Parties, Can They Coexist? That's part two. Then the journey of Dr. Cool to VPW, part three. And then the epic. The epic, the fantastic, the the marvelous finale in the Battle of Hotel California, and you know you were talking we were talking about rivalries with Johnny Clash, the rivalry with Mike Anthony between Doctor Cool and Mike Anthony's, dare I say, it may go down in history. It may go down in history, and I I do not want to spoil. I don't want to spoil the ending, but I. Yeah, I do not. I do not want to spoil the ending, but oh, all of the four parts, the four part vlog series, the mini series. It's it. Uh, it's a roll. It's a roller coaster ride of emotions. You're gonna be happy. You're gonna be sad. You're gonna be laughing. You're gonna be crying. You're gonna be depressed. You're gonna be anxious. You're gonna be excited, enthused. It is a roller coaster ride. Of emotions, dare I say, the king de car of emotional instability. <laughs> and we're not talking about when we talk about mental instability. We're not talking about Mike Anthony, correct? Mike Anthony is. Can I curse on here? Yes. Or is it a, the fuck you my, <laughs> Mike Anthony is one crazy motherfucker, and <laughs> I hope I hope to never deal with. That rat bastard again. Well, I do. I'll continue. I'll give it to him. He, he made my life a living hell at one point. It was dark times for Dr. Cool, but uh, he's uh, my greatest rival of all time. I will say that. I will say that. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about it uh, without getting into. Maybe specific details because you don't want to uh, spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. I do highly recommend it as well. I will put the whole uh, Hotel California Chronicles in the description of the video below so you can check it out after uh, the interview. Thank you so much for that. And if there are spoilers in the rest of this video, uh, just be warned. 
perhaps you go watch those four episodes first and then come to this. I don't know. We're, we'll just see how the rest of this goes. We'll just see how the rest of this goes. When did you kind of find out that? Because it was more, uh, it was more or less a travel vlog. When did you kind of see it shifting more into a web series? Ah, uh, well, I don't really know. I mean, when I when the Doctor Cool vlog first started, I'm I'm just Doctor Cool Jay Klein on the road. I don't I don't really like to. I mean, I guess it's the behind the the vlogs at first were were behind the scenes, and then I don't I I don't know if I like to do the I, I ever like to do like the traditional behind the scenes vlogs. I kind of like being Doctor Cool in character and kind of as if as if it's a Doctor Cool vlog as opposed to a a me as a person vlog. And then the summer when the haunting of of Dr. Cool started, I, I suppose, you know, I, Mike Anthony, I never know what he's up to. He started haunting my hotel. That's a, that's a, that's a bit of a sneak peek of, of the, of the first part in the, in the four part series, but he started haunting my hotel and I guess it just translated over to the vlogs and it became a bit of a cinematic masterpiece if I don't say myself. Oh, well, absolutely. You had me, uh, like you said, on edge the whole time, on the edge of my seat. Um, was there anything that didn't make it to the the episodes, like deleted scenes or anything that um, like that you did want in there, but didn't make it for whatever reason? Um, yeah, there was a we had a blooper reel before I get into the deleted scene. We did have a blooper reel. And the full video is yeah. is also on YouTube. It's about, I think it's like 18 minutes long. It's longer than part one. It's longer than The Haunting of Dr. Cool. But it's a damn good blooper reel. And at the end of it is one deleted scene that, that we had that, uh, I guess, like, we didn't put it in just because the lighting was kind of bad. Basically, what happens in the scene, um, you can go see it for yourself, but... You know, uh, at the time when we were recording it, I trusted Mike Anthony. Right? I thought I, you know what, you can't really trust Mike Anthony, can you? But yeah, me, Dante, and Mike had a, had a match coming up at Blitzkrieg. We had a six-man tag. We were we were training for it, and you know what, we ended up we ended up becoming good pals after that, or or so I thought. And you know, we uh, to determine who would start the match, we had a we had a pool, a pool noodle fight between me and Mike, which, which I won, which I won. I hate to spoil it, but you know what? It, it didn't make the final cut. The lighting was a little bit bad. I, it's, it's, it's worth the watch though, if you're willing to, if you're willing, if you're willing to check out the blooper reel. So, and I did beat Mike Anthony. So, there you go. That was the, that was the one thing that, that was the one major thing that didn't make the cut. I am, uh, I am curious because there was a one person that, uh, because you're, you're filming these in very public places. Uh, That's true. And I was surprised, and I, I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, how, how has nobody, like, came up to them or somebody says, what are you doing? And, like, there was one guy that came in, walked in on your scene with, uh, Dante. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That was if you. That's the blooper reel. If you watch it, I. You're talking about the episode four, Dante, being Dante's moment of reconciliation, correct? Yes. There's a spoiler for you. Yes. There's a there's a, there's a really big spoiler for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I if you watch that video back, I have no idea how to react. I I I'm just kind of standing there, Dante's. Dante's talking to the guy. Even Mike, even the even the cameraman is uh is talking to the guy. Uh, I I don't really know what to say. I kind of just ah, uh, it happens. It's you know what? It's the risk you run when you when you decide to film in a public bathroom. Let's just say that. Yes. Was that the only isolated incident, or had did other people come up to you, you guys, during the the recordings? Yeah, so when we did episode one, me and Dante were, were just hanging out. He's trying to get my mind off of, off of Mike Anthony in Hotel Cool 40. We go to the movies, and there's a scene. There's a scene after we go inside the movies where we're, where we're done, and I'm trying to wash my hands, and then Mike steps out of the bathroom for whatever reason, and... That was, that was another public bathroom scene, and there were like a thousand takes. A thousand takes of those. That was the hardest scene we had to film because so many people were walking into the bathroom and we didn't want to make it awkward. They were, they were in the way. It's just, it was, it was tough. That was the only other time where, where people really came up to us, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Or like where people got in the way, I should say. Yes. Now, I do find that uh, with the guys from CAP slash VPW, uh, a trend is a lot of those guys and girls have vlogs. Was that something that you learned from CAP? That, you know, you should do a vlog or put yourself out there? Wait, or was that just something you came up on your own? I don't think it's something I learned from Cap. I, I, I know Jack has a vlog. He's, he has a pretty big vlog, and Johnny Collins has a vlog, too. They, but they both put... Huh? Dante as well. Dante has a vlog? Yeah, he just started one, like, a couple months ago, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I hope he doesn't see this. All right, uh, <laughs> and that's all sound for this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I've, Jack and Johnny's vlog. I've they both put a lot of effort into those vlogs. They're they're like they're more like uh, they're more 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 like a like a behind the scenes them being themselves kind of vlog. Um, I don't know if I I. I would say that I learned vlogging from Cap. I think it's a big thing in wrestling nowadays to get yourself out there on social media. Like it's it's important that you've got Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, or whatever you need, and you're just posting Facebook, even posting pictures, posting, "Hey, I'm going to be doing this show." Uh, here's a picture from uh, another show. Here's like a cool caption or whatever. Posting matches on YouTube, posting as much content as you can. Social media nowadays is, is so important in wrestling and, excuse me, getting yourself out there, 
it's pretty much like like Dan Housen that is a, is a common example of someone who was on social media and blew up because of it during the pandemic, and now he's with AEW. It's it's a very important thing to do, and I guess vlogging it kind of just kind of just started. It was. Yeah, it was just—I guess it was something that I've been—I was thinking about, and I decided, hey, why not? Let's let's do it for this one show, and then it ended up becoming a thing where I'd I'd have vlogs every now and then, and it's it's it's, it's fun. I think it enhances the experience of wrestling for me, at least. It's not saying that I don't like wrestling or anything like that. Of course, I love it, but it's—I I think like vlogging and and being able to come up with shit ideas. When you're on the road with friends uh, who are also in wrestling and being able to, to do them on, on as a vlog, and whether it's uh, the cool cinematic universe that has four vlogs, or if it's just a vlog where I'm, I'm doing my own thing, it's 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 kind of it's like a fun it's a fun backstage thing that I can do and make some good content out of. I like to edit the vlogs. I like to. It's just another way I can have a, have a creative outlet that comes with wrestling. So it's it's helping me, and it's something that I like to do. So I'm I'm glad I started it. Now, um, uh, we haven't uh, after you know the epic conclusion of Hotel California. Uh, there was only one episode after that. Uh, when are we getting new episodes? When are you guys getting new episodes? Let's just say, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to say anything. After the Battle of Hotel California, from the haunting of Excite Wrestling to the Battle of Hotel California, that is Cool Cinematic Universe Phase 1. Let's just say, let's just say, you guys might be seeing Phase 2 sometime soon. Okay, the revenge of Mike Anthony. <laughs> nah, Mike Anthony's dead. He's yeah, he's done. He's dead. I killed him. Oh, there's another spoiler. A big spoiler. <laughs> A huge spoiler. This is literally, literally the biggest spoiler that I could I could spoil here. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're getting into you know cinematic universes, does anybody really stay dead in these universes? Mike Anthony's staying dead, and I'll make sure of that myself. All right, fair enough. All right, um, you were in the ring with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, uh, two guys that are on the God level when it comes to this business. Um, what did you learn about your own career, you know, being in the ring with guys that are great on a different level? It's that was my that was my first time doing being an extra for uh, for for WWE as well, and it's like it was so it was so cool seeing the other side of TV and 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 being back there being backstage and it kind of the whole the whole thing happened so fast you know Robin Reigns he gave me a phone call and it was like yo Doctor Cool I need you I need you to be my security guard. Brock Lesnar's trying to start some shit, and I need you to protect me. And I'm like, Roman, I got you. I'm on my way to the Barclays Center right now. That's what I said to him. This is a legit phone call. I can show you. I can show you the receipts. I can show you the receipts. 
legit phone call. I got my ass to the Barclays Center. It was me, TG3, Scotty Karate, Stephen Azure, Liam Davis, Jay Macias, one of the rap bastards. We had a we had a whole squad pulled up. We had a whole squad pulled up, led by Doctor Cool, and you know. I'm happy to do it for one of my boys, Roman Reigns. He he's he's one of the best in the business as we've seen right now, and an excellent war games match of of last weekend. Brock Lesnar, of course, he's he's been on top of WWE for the last decade, and even longer than that, back in the 2000s. It's it was a wild wild experience that I got to to be a part of a SmackDown segment that also that also was featured in the hype package for that year's WrestleMania at that WrestleMania. So Dr. Cool is a WrestleMania superstar. If you think about it, if you put a little bit of thought into that, I'm a, I'm a WrestleMania guy. So overall, it's, it was a, a cool experience seeing the other side of television, seeing, I guess, seeing how the guys work and... And be, just being backstage in that that environment, and seeing where I want to be in the future on on a bigger level, and hopefully that comes that will that will come soon. Oh, for sure. And I just find it, you know, so impressive that Roman Reigns has your number. How yeah, he has my number. Um. Well, you know, uh, Roman Reigns. A few years ago, he actually. He actually booked an appointment on drcool.com, which is my website, which if you're looking for a check and cool, just go there. Um, Roman Reigns, he was looking for a check and cool, and I uh, I hooked him up. We, uh, we had an appointment. I gave him a few chill pills. We shared some Kool-Aid. And you know what? It was He got he got a chance to meet Lego Dr. Cool. We, we became boys after that, and he's like, yo, I'm going to put your number on speed dial if I ever need you for anything. And I'm like, of course. Of course, Roman, you got my you got my number. I actually I actually called him Joe. We're on we're on a first name basis. Wow. I I called him Joe. Yeah. So, are you saying that Doctor Paul is one hundred percent responsible for us having the tribal chief head of the table, Roman Reigns, that we have today? That the time he was he spent away from WWE during the pandemic was spent with Doctor Paul. I that man was was spending hours at a time in the in the doctor's office learning from one of the greats. I helped that man be one of the coolest he can possibly be, and now he's on top of WWE over two years as world champion, ranked number one in PWI's 500. He's on a roll. He's on a roll. I mean, if this is any indication that you gotta be calling my office, booking an appointment, and getting. Getting in the office with the doc, I mean, like it's, it's right there. It's right there, guys. Look what look what happened with with my boy Joe. He's a, he's a different man. He's a changed man. He's one of the coolest people that you'll ever see. Oh, for sure. All right, uh, you mentioned him. Tell us about Lego Doctor Cool. Oh man, what what isn't there to tell about? Lego Dr. Cool. That man is is my best friend in the entire world. And the first Lego Dr. Cool, the first Lego Dr. Cool, he showed up, he debuted in my first vlog. He his 
his birthday. She shares a birthday with my first with the vlog series with the Dr. Cool Vlogs. And his birthday is coming up, coming up in February. Big February birthday for Lego Dr. Cool. Um, Lego Dr. Cool just overall has, he's my, I'm glad that we are past the point where it's just one Lego Dr. Cool, but I have multiple Lego Dr. Cools. I get to share Lego Dr. Cool with the people at the show who want to buy Lego Dr. Cool. Lego Dr. Cool for 10 dollars you can get two different lego dr cools one with a lab coat another with a hawaiian shirt I, i'm glad that i get to share lego dr cool with the rest of the world he's, he's expanded beyond just a vlog gimmick he's a, he's an entire persona he has his he has he has his own he's got he's got he's got it all he's got it all he's got his own instagram now he has his own twitter he's a social media mogul lego dr cool is and you know, it's it's been a wild ride. On an earlier vlog, we saw the changing of the guard from an old look Lego Doctor Cool to the new look Lego Doctor Cool that you see nowadays, and it's it's an emotional it's an emotional vlog, third vlog that I've ever done, and I'm glad that I got to bring Lego Doctor Cool on this journey, and I don't I don't want to once again I don't. Oh, you know what? Before I get into before I get into the big thing that I have to say, um, Lego Doctor Cool. If you want to know how much Lego Doctor Cool means to me, once again, check out the Haunting of Doctor Cool at Excite Wrestling. Check out the four part series. Lego Doctor Cool is a national treasure. He's a national treasure. Am I right? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, you may be seeing a little bit more of Lego Doctor Cool very, very, very soon. I'm not going to give any more details other than that. We're just going to leave it at that. But keep your eyes open for some Lego Doctor Cool. Now you mentioned, you know, the the passing of the torch between uh, the original Doctor Cool and the updated. And that was some fine animation, or um, I don't know what what they call it. But um, did you do that on your own? Um, first off, thank you. It was I, it's called? I guess it's it technically is animation, but it's well, I don't know if it would be considered animation. It's called stop motion. Stop That's motion. The, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um, I did do that on my own. I did do that 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 scene on my own, and it was so hard to do. It was the first stop motion thing I ever did. I remember I used to watch Lego stop motion stuff as a kid. I was obsessed with it. The first likes video I have on my YouTube channel is of a Lego stop motion pizza delivery. That is a fact, and it it took so long to do. I had to reshoot it. I had to reshoot the walking scene so many times. I had to watch so many different walking tutorials of it. Um, Cause like, and I had to reshoot the, the reshooting with it. Like, the, cause like the lighting was off. You had to get the lighting just right. If it, if the lighting was too off, then it didn't look so natural. And it was, 
I, I, I do not know how people make, like, there are full feature films of Lego stop motion on YouTube, and some, like, some people have come out and said that it's taken, like, seven years of their lives to do that. I, yeah, I, I do not know how people do that. I wish that I could get on that level with my stop motion if I ever decide to, to expand the Lego Dr. Cool cinematic universe. But that was fun to do. It was fun to see the final product of the walk and the, and the bow at the end when he, when he was on stage and everybody was cheering, all the boys cheering Lego Dr. Cool. It was fun to see. It was, I think it was like the first, the first time before um, the, the Cool CU phase one where I put like a serious amount of effort into, into the Dr. Cool vlog and I, I really wanted to make something something special with uh with the product and I'm, I'm happy with how it came out came out and it's 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 a lasting memory it's, it's a it's a damn good vlog and it's also uh mike anthony's in that one too for for a brief moment i don't know if that lets your beak but if you're if you're into mike anthony for whatever reason then uh he's he's also in that vlog it's uh this creeps the roll up that's the that's the vlog that's it no, it's really impressive because I've always, I've seen stop motion and it seems like a lot of fun, but then again, I have zero patience <laughs> and I would probably go insane just adjusting everything, every like it's five like, seconds. It's like, it's it's so weird how, how it's done because like, I, I, I when I first, when I was, when I was, when I was, uh, trying to make that scene i i was i, I mean i knew of stop motion lego but i didn't i didn't do it i never did it or anything like that and so you have to like learn about like different things like you have to you have to pick out like a frame rate whether it's gonna be i think it's like 8 12 and 20 and like if you do 20 that means like it's like 20 pictures per second and then it's supposed to look super smooth but like imagine Imagine you're you you like a like you're trying to get someone to walk, trying to get a Lego Lego figure to walk, and you have to take twenty pictures per second. How like how much can you move a Lego minifigure that much to get to make it so that it's it's twenty pictures per second to make the video and make it look real and look smooth and make it look like real movement is going on i you can look on youtube and see like 20 i think frames per 20 frames per second um lego stop motion and it looks super smooth it looks it looks crisp it looks like it's professionally edited and animated if you if you check any of it out and it like i i i do not know how it's done i don't think it's ever going to be a thing for me unless i unless i get in, incredibly immensely good at it but it's it uh, like learning about stop motion was, was so was so cool to see and, and having having to perfect it has to take so much effort so much effort i mean i feel like the, the effort paid off because it I was thinking, did he do this on his own or did he outsource this? Because it looked very professional. 
thank you very, thank you very much. I, I appreciate you saying that. It was, it was a lot of fun to make. I'm glad I got to, to make a Lego stop motion at one point during during my lifetime, and I'm, I'm glad that it got it got to be incorporated into wrestling somehow or some way. Now you mentioned, you know, obviously Dr. Cool is a being all in himself at this point. He has his own social media. Um, as of right now, as of this recording, uh, he only follows two people on Instagram, and that's Dr. That's Kool. true. That's Dr. Cool, uh, the real Dr. Cool, uh, IOL, IOL Dr. <laughs> I don't know what to call you in this situation, uh, and uh, Mike Mondo. What is yeah. Dr. Lego, uh, Dr. Cool, uh, Lego relationship with Mike Mondo? <laughs> um, as you know, uh, as as if, if you don't know, Lego Doctor, uh, not not Lego Doctor Cool. I'm sorry, Mike Mondo was an old member of the Spirit Squad back in the 2000s in WWE, and believe it or not, Lego Doctor Cool was a big Spirit Squad guy, and that's there only two people. Only two people followed by Lego Dr. Cool on Instagram. And you know what? I, I don't speak for Lego Dr. Cool. I'm not, I'm not going to speak for him. I understand where he's coming from. He follows Mike Mondo. Big Spirit Squad guy. I respected Mike Mondo. Great wrestler Mikey in WWE. Um, you know, Lego Dr. Cool. I get it. I get it. He, he likes to keep it. He likes to keep it down to a minimum, only just two people. I'm sure maybe uh, I was going to spoil the vlog series again. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to refrain this time after. after hey, you know what's true? I'm going I'm to spoil it. I'm going to spoil it. We've already spoiled the biggest stuff from the vlog anyway on this podcast. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crazy. If you don't want any more spoilers, just skip ahead like 10 or 20 seconds, all right? Um. You know, I'm sure if Lego Mike Anthony got a got an Instagram, then you know Lego Doctor Cool will probably follow him. They've they've reconciled after episode four. Yes. But as as of now, Lego Doctor Cool, he's a private guy. Honestly, I don't think he's a whole lot like Doctor Cool. I think if we're taking a step back from the Doctor Cool character, I think I think Lego Doctor Cool is a little bit a little bit wiser. Than Doctor Cool, I like to see Lego Doctor Cool as the Baxter to the real Doctor Cool's Ron Burgundy. If you understand that reference, yes. He's, he's the wise. He's wise beyond his years. The Lego Doctor Cool knows what he's doing. He can have fun at times, but he knows when he's got to get down to business. He gets down to business and he and he hits hard. And I think I think Lego. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but. I think Lego Dr. Cool sees a lot of, of himself in Mike Mondo, which is why he follows Mike Mondo on Instagram. Now, uh, you mentioned him, Lego Mike Anthony. Why do you think that, you know, Lego Dr. Cool and Lego Mike Anthony are able to put aside their differences and reconcile, but uh, you, Dr. Cool, and him, Mike Anthony, aren't? Well, plain and simple. As I, as I said before, you know, me, Dr. Cool and Mike and Dr. Cool and Lego Dr. Cool, they're, they're not the same person. They're not the same person. Lego Dr. Cool is his own man. 
and and so is Lego Mike Anthony. If Lego Doctor Cool and Lego Mike Anthony, they can they can they can re, they can mend their bridges. They can they can mend their bond, create a bond, if you will. Uh, Doctor Cool and Mike Anthony, I don't think I I don't think I will ever willingly have a bond with that man ever again. I don't think there's ever a chance where I'm going to be friends with him. I think he's a scoundrel, a scallywag, an absolute a nematode, if you will. I I do not want to do not want to associate with Mike Anthony. I I think Lego Mike Anthony is a more respectable man. I think Lego Mike Anthony is more down to earth. I think Lego Mike Anthony just wants to chill out and hang out. I think Mike Anthony is a needy, selfish, a worthless scumbag. And to be completely honest with you, Lego Mike Anthony is a thousand times better since the Battle of Hotel California. I've gotten the chance to know Lego Mike Anthony through hanging out with Lego Dr. Cool. And Lego Mike Anthony is just uh, a thousand times better than Mike Anthony. You know, it just goes to show how these, these Legos, they're not just, they're not just plastic toys. These, these are, they're, they're real men. They're real men. How about feelings and emotions? They shouldn't be taken for granted. For sure. And last, uh, Dr. Uh, Lego Dr. question. He has a car, correct? He does have a car. Is there a I, name to this car? There is a name to this car. It is called the Lego Dr. Coolmobile. I had... We don't... Continue. Uh, I was going to say, we don't we don't go by na name brands, just Lego Dr. Cool. He likes what he likes. I actually bought him the car as a gift, as a gift for episode four. And you know what? I'm glad that he liked it. I'm glad that he thinks it's a respectable vehicle. And I'm glad that he's driving it around. Glad that he's having a good time because it's, it's, a, it's a damn beauty. It's a damn beauty of a car. And you know what? I just, I just had to spoil Lego Dr. Cool after the Battle of Hotel California. Now, uh, could I make a suggestion for a name of the car? Sure. Well, what she got? Let me hear it. The Coolorian. The Coolorian. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I I thought that was where you were going with it, with the car, with the name of the car, and I was like, oh, that, that's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> It is. It's. They're. They're both white. The. The DeLorean and the. And the Lego Doctor Cool Mobile. I think Lego Doctor Cool. He's an. He's an old-fashioned guy. He's a. He's a big Back to the Future fan. A big Back to the Culture fan, if you will. And you know what? I. I. You know what? If I. If I can get a hold of Lego Doctor Cool soon, I might just have to. Have to give him that suggestion for his car. Oh, for sure. Give him my best regards as well. I will. I will. Uh, it is once again time for that segment. Dr. Cool's Bizarre Adventure. Yo, for us, we're at doors up and down the roads and weird, crazy, bizarre things on the path. Can you tell us a road story that fits that description? Oh my god. <laughs> um, a road story. Oh man. There are. Uh, I gotta rack the brain a little bit. A lot of, uh, 
especially the last few months, a lot of the road stories are very, very centered around the around the cool cinematic universe. So I gotta, I gotta pry a little bit deeper uh, back to earlier this year. I gotta think about that. Hmm. A good road story, huh? Um, but let me let me recount what's been what's happened. We could come back um, if you need a uh, minute to think. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let me let me get a couple minutes. Let me get a couple minutes to think about it, just to ponder the question. All right, Donna. All right, uh, can you tell us about teaming with? Harry Von Vicious, uh, you know, obviously a staple of the New England um, uh, area, and you was uh, you got the team with him. What was that experience? I did get, to, I did get the team with Harry Von Vicious. Um, it was my, it was my debut for Wrestling Open. Uh, I believe it was back in June or July. I think it was June. Um, I got the team with him. It was me and Perry versus the Brick City Boys. Um. Uh, the wrestling open crowd is really, really fun. They're really energetic, super fun to be in front of, even if you've been to any of their shows as a wrestler or as a fan. Um, I've been to a, a, a bunch of shows where I've, I've, I've gotten a chance to watch the matches. The fans there are, are really, really loud and a lot of fun to wrestle in front of. And that was the first time I, I was, I was involved in a match with Perry Von Vicious and, it was, it, was, it was a cool experience. We got to we, we, we both have a vlog and we, we had a little bit of a like a like an inter vlog, an interconnected vlog. We both vlogged each other whilst vlogging. If that makes any sense. Um in, an inception of vlogging. Yeah, he, he called it a vlog section. Yeah. And and yeah, it was it was a really fun match. It was it was a super cool experience. Um, teaming with Perry was a lot of fun. It was a great time. Um, but you know what? All, all good things come to an end at one point, right? Right. At a, in, in August, we had a we had a match at Retro World Expo, and, and Perry Von Vicious gave me his finisher, the Perry go round. And uh, I was teaming with Phil Cardigan. You know, we were. While Phil Cardigan was showing me how uh, how to be Jay Clang instead of Doctor Cool, Harry Von Vicious, uh, he I guess he wasn't a fan of that. I guess he's a Mike Anthony guy, and he he gave me a Harry go around for that. And uh, that's let's just say that's a ride that I never want to take again. And I'm I'm gonna you know what I'm I've, I've said it before on on the social medias, and I'll say it again here. I'm. I'm one day, I'm going to give Perry Von Vicious the Perry Garden. We'll see how he likes it, all right? <laughs> all right. Stay tuned for that. And, uh, Stay tuned. I'm not trying to spoil anything more of the Hotel California. The Spider-Man 2 reference in, uh, in uh, I believe it was episode 4, was not lost on me. Uh, it's a, it's a well-liked scene. It's a well-liked, a well-liked montage. The entire... The entire song, besides the end of the trumpets at the end, is played in that montage. The entire song. It's a damn good song. Um, the first three episodes, it's very paranoid about copyright, but the last one, I was like, fuck it, you know what? We're putting it in there. Fly away by Lenny Kravitz, Hotel California. 
and raindrops keep falling on my head. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's a, a Spider-Man reference right there. I, I dug it. Um, speaking of references, can you tell us about your love of Anchorman? Uh, Anchorman is a damn good movie. It is a damn good piece of cinema. This I will I will say I I will say this this is a probably incredibly hot take and I don't think anybody listening to this podcast is going to agree with me but I think Anchorman 2 is better than the original and I would put Anchorman 2 probably in my top 5 or top 10 comedy movies of all time it is a damn good comedy movie it's hysterical it's hilarious both of them are both of them are so good so funny and, you know, I, uh, basically where this question stems from is, uh, is me being Ron Burgundy at, uh, uh, at the Halloween costume golden match uh, of last year. Uh, that was, that was my second live match for Cap, and I, I got to, you know, Ron, I got the power of Ron Burgundy in me, and I, I took home the win. I, 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 I won that match, and... My first big cap win, my first cap win ever, actually, and it was a, uh, it was super cool being able to do that and be, be Ron Burgundy. I did com- make a comparison of Doctor Cool to Ron Burgundy earlier on, at, uh, when we were when we were talking about Lego Doctor Cool, and in a way they do have very similar personalities, Lego Doctor uh, Doctor Cool and and Ron Burgundy, not Lego Doctor Cool, but um, I'm glad I got, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, that I got to be that character in, in the Halloween costume go and it was there are a lot of characters that go through my head of who I should be, but but Ron Burgundy is a damn good character and he's probably one of my favorite comedy characters of all time. Def, definitely my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Oh, and I I was gonna ask you, you know, do you prefer the first or the second one? You answered that for me. Huh because Part two is, as you said, just as good, if not better, than the original. I think part two, it's, 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 it takes everything in the first one. It just makes it better, in my opinion. It's, yeah. it's so funny. The cast is great. Brick, excuse me, Brick Tamlin, Steve Corrales Brick is, is hilarious, <laughs> hysterical. He's so good. He's so good. How can you not laugh? When they're in the RV and they're they're recounting stuff and Brick is talking about his dream and everyone's like, dude, don't we, that's your dream. We don't know what you're talking about. Uh, dude, he's so funny. When, he, when he's at his funeral and he's talking about himself like he's dead, but he's standing right there. It's he's so so funny. That movie is so so funny. It's hysterical. Um. What do you prefer? Do you, have you have you seen the Anchorman movies? Do you have a okay. favorite? Um, you know, I like the original, but I think I'm I lean a little bit more to the sequel just because it just did everything that, like you said, everything that the original did, but better. Yeah. Yeah. Better. That is shitload of cameos in the uh, in the in the big battle at the end too. A damn good big battle. Alright, um, 
Now that you have some time to think, do you have a bizarre story for us? Yeah, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two. All right. I'll give you two. The first one, I. The first one is from about oh, yeah, about a year ago now. Like, in a couple of days, I think it'll be a full year. Um, you know, things are obviously this is pre Doctor Cool vlog, so things were different back then. Okay. But uh, there was a we had a three we had a three three show weekend. It was Split Creek on Friday. Excite Wrestling on Saturday, and then we were helping out at Beyond on Sunday. It was it was me, Dante, Dante Drago, uh, Jack Tomlinson, and uh, that piece of shit, Mike Anthony. And in a way, this kind of started, uh, I guess, Mike Anthony's uh, invasion of my vlog because we we were we were filming like a we filmed a skit where. We were just gonna. We were in a hotel. It was. We were in Hotel California, and we all we were like, "Yo, I got a Doctor Cool's got to film something in Hotel California." And we, the, the, the skit that we, that me, Jack, and Dante put together was that Mike Anthony was in a was in a hotel was was staying at Hotel California. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? No. He was staying at Hotel California, and I was gonna kick him out. That was the skit. <laughs> That was the bit, and uh, <laughs> there's uh, I'll I'll there's a side story with that, but I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. Um, we we had the skit, and we filmed it a bunch of times, but it's like some of the bloopers I have them on my phone. There's some of the funniest bloopers that I have ever seen in wrestling ever. They're they're hysterical. They are they are so good. At one point. At one point, when, because uh, Jack wasn't, um, Dante filmed it, and Jack was sitting in like a in a different bed, and I guess like we were taking we had like a setup on the outside, like I'm Doctor Cool. I think it was like, hey, what's going on? Out Cool Halls is Doctor Cool, Jay Clang. Um, we get a lot of cool guests at Hotel California. Other times, not so much, and we got to do something about that. And I knock on the door. No one answers. I knock on the door again. I'm like, motherfucker. And I open the door up and I storm the bed. I rip the sheets off and I, I ask, well, that's where, and then Mike's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And I, I, I engage in a battle and I, I beat the shit out of him. I throw him out. And uh, there was one point where Jack got involved, even though he wasn't supposed to, but Jack, Jack got involved. I think he took the place. He took the place of, we were taking too much time on the outside. Jack took the place of Mike underneath the underneath the sheets, and Mike was just hiding somewhere else. And they they double teamed us, and there was a fight scene between me me and Dante versus Jack and Mike. And the cleaning ladies got involved on the outside at the tail end of it. But uh, that there's one road story. There's one road story. Another one that I'll share um, was from the roll up at in at Blitzkrieg, and. Sorry, I saw a bug. All right, I'll get back to the story. Um, we were at, we were at Blitzkrieg, um, and we stayed overnight. We had a hotel. We were actually at a motel. We were at Motel California, and there were a few of us in the room, 
Um, I think it was me, the strip crew, and and CPA. Okay. Mike Mike Anthony was there, but I kicked him out as as you can see in that vlog. I I got him out of there, but it was the four of us. And at one point in the middle of the night, we hear a we hear like this. This, it's like a, I don't even know what this, uh, this sound was, but it was a, it was like the combination of a gasp and a scream and like just the sound of like someone coming out from like under five, like five minutes worth of being underwater and, and gasping for air. It was the, like the most, dis, like, a, like a disgusting guttural screech that I've never heard from another human being. You hear it in the middle of the night. Everyone, everyone wakes up. You take like ten, like everyone's like takes like a good five to ten seconds. Like, what the hell just happened? And then it we, it, it turned out to be Bobby, just in in the middle of his sleep. This man choked on on air or some shit. What? And he, I, I, I don't know, but he he choked like. He he practiced, he screamed in the, in the middle of the night, and whoever was like whoever was next to him, he started explaining his dream, and I think the dream was like he saw someone like dancing. <laughs> he saw someone dancing on like a, on like a like a track like a semi truck, and he got pushed off or something, and he. Yeah, he didn't know that all of us were awake until like the next day, and uh, yeah, that's the that's my other road story. That was a that was a bizarre experience. I I still don't know. I still don't know what happened. I still do not know what happened that night. You would be surprised how often Bobby Orlando comes up in interviews. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, he's a funny guy. He's a silly goose. It sounds like your mom needed his mom. That's true, man. Exactly. All right, those are interesting uh, and very bizarre adventures for sure. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a wild time on on the road, but it's a, it's a fun time, you know. Um, talking about uh, wild times, can you tell us about that time you made a Tinder profile? Oh my God, yeah, uh, I made a Doctor Cool Tinder for last for this year's Valentine's Day. Um, and you know what? I was I was just fishing for babes, man, and I, I got some matches. And uh, you know what? Some people bit, some people obviously deleted the app, I guess. What can you do? I, man, let's see. What did I? What did I write? I wrote. I wrote a poem for one. Yes. I. I think there were three matches. One of them was a poem. I don't remember what was said in the poem. I think there was something about a, an Oreo milkshake in the poem. That's the only thing I remember. I remember roses are red, violets are cool. That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. Roses are red, violets are cool. Oh my God! And that that one got a that one got a react that one got a message back. I don't remember what said person said though. Um, ah, there were two others. One of them was a pickup line. I think it was, "Are you are you a, like a 
huh? Are you are you an, are you a doctor? Because I want to cover you in a white coat. That was another one. And the third one was like, "Oh, you take your coffee." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, an airplane reference. Where if you have ever seen that movie, it's like, I some kid gets asked. Some kid gets asked, like, how do you like your coffee? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's a good quote. He gets asked, how do you like your coffee? The kid goes, I like Am I allowed to say it on here? Am I going to get canceled? I think you're fine. It's like the guy says, how do you like your coffee? And then the kid goes, I like my coffee like I like my men. <laughs> oh, and it was like, I like my, I like my coffee like I like my men, and then I, I like my women like I like my coffee, and then I, I went on like this elaborate like two scoops sugar, like three pumps vanilla cold foam, a, a blended a DVD of the Paul Blart Mall Cop movie, and then, oh my god, yeah, that was... I did. Oh my god, yeah. I thought Yeah, I did get a reply. I thought the person replied after I got done making the video. It was a last minute it was a very last minute video. I wasn't I know I think yeah. Yeah, there was that's right, yeah, that did make the video. It was like very I, I like the tail end, like mid editing I got that that reply. I don't remember what the person said. No. The person said agreed. That was it. The person left it as as agreed. That was a legitimate Tinder profile that had a bio, it had um, it had prompts, it had full pictures, and it was it actually was on Tinder for like another couple of months after uh, like another few months after after the video, I, I kept it up there and I didn't I didn't get around to deleting it. I I did I have deleted it since then, but if you were on Tinder at that time, during uh, the three months from like February to about May, then perhaps you got the Easter egg of seeing Dr. Cool pop up in your feed. And if you swiped left, you're a piece of shit. If you swiped right, then you are then your wife, your wifey material. All right. Um. Now, but it's time for the colossal question. Um, obviously, Dr. Cool is so cool that they have to make a movie about him. Every movie has a soundtrack. What oh, shit. What three songs would be on the Dr. Cool uh, movie soundtrack? What three songs? It could be more. Oh, my God. I am, there are, there are two obvious ones. I could go Hotel California, and I can go Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz, because that's my entrance music. I am not going to go with either of those. I'm going to, those are more obvious ones. I'm going to go with more picks that you're not going to expect. Okay. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Ice Ice Baby by, by Vanilla Ice. I, I have the I have the song memorized. That's why, and I can I can I will I will I'll sing it in the song in the in the movie in the movie about my life. Um. After that, I'm gonna go with. 
This is a colossal question. This is a colossal question. I have my other two, but I'm, I'm going for the oddball picks here. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with My Life by Billy Joel. Okay. And... You know what? This song, it may not be... You know what? No, Dr. Cool does like the song. Dr. Cool does like the song. This song was on... Was my number one in Spotify rap this year that came out today. Do you have Spotify Wrapped? I do not. Damn. Well, it's a, it's a damn good, damn good uh, edition of Spotify. Spotify Wrapped Day is one of the best days of the year. And the top of my list was "Time in a Bottle" by Jim Croce or Croce. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but that was my number one. And I think I put that in the movie. All right, a solid three picks. Um, do you lock it in? I'm locking it in. Alright. Now, now that we got the, the soundtrack out of the way, everybody knows you get the soundtrack down and then you do uh, casting. Um, who oh, sh- would, oh, shit. Who would play Dr. Cool? And you can't say yourself because you are obligated to make a Stanley camera. I think I actually had an answer for this at one point, and I forgot it. Hey, does it have to... So let me let me ask you the ground rules for my Dr. Cool casting. Does it have to be someone who looks my age, or is it like... Does it have to be someone who looks like me? Does it have to... I mean, what are like the ground rules? It does not matter to me. I can cast anyone as Dr. Cool in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Fuck. Um, that's, huh, I feel like I had an answer for this. I feel like I thought about it and I, I settled on a name at one point, but I don't know. I do not know. I think, huh, who are some actors that I like? My favorite actor is Adam Sandler. But I don't know if you would play Dr. Cool. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you would play Dr. Cool. Um, we could come back to uh, casting Dr. Cool if, uh, if you need a minute to think. I need, like, yeah, a short minute to, to ponder oh, just a little bit. All right. And obviously, every movie has a uh, supporting cast. Who would be? Oh, shit. Who would be three people in your movie, and who would play that? I feel like your rival, Mike Anthony, has to be in there, right? You feel like Mike Anthony's got to be in there, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, he's your greatest rival. I mean, he has to be the Darth Vader to your Luke Skywalker, right? That is true. That is true. If I. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Um, hmm. If I had to... Well, first off, I'm going to get the easy out of the way. When I go Dr. Cool in the Dr. Cool movie, I know a lot of controversy has, has been around this guy because of, uh, I guess, not a lot of people have liked him in the Super Mario Brothers movie. I always say Lego Dr. Cool was voiced by Chris Pratt. Okay. I mean, he has because, experience you know, in Lego. He, vo- he voiced Emmett in the Lego movie, I think. Ah, fuck. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe no. No. Mm. 
You know what? All right. I'm not going to go with Chris Pratt. I'm not going to go with Chris Pratt. I take that back. The Lego movies are treasures, but I take it back. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Paul F. Tompkins to voice the Lego Doctor Cool. Have you ever seen? Do you know the name? Um, it sounds familiar, but I can't put a face to it. Have you ever seen BoJack Horseman? Uh, yes. He voices Mr. Peanut Butter. Okay. And I think that voice would perfect. I think that would perfectly encapsulate the aura of Lego Doctor Cool. All right. Mr. Peanut Butter is a damn good character. If you haven't seen BoJack Horseman, you should check it out. Um, for those listening to the to the episode, um, so there's one casting. Hmm. I'll, we'll cast Mike Anthony. Who should be the other guy? Who do you think should be the third guy? Do you think it should be Dante? Do you think it should be Phil? Who do you think is a good third man in this in the Doctor Cool movie? Well, I mean, we've talked about Dante a couple of times, and I and uh, Phil hasn't come up at all <laughs> in this interview. So That's I, right. Yeah, Phil hasn't been. Phil's story has not been talked about in this uh, in this in this podcast. <laughs> No, it has not. So I feel like, uh, obviously, Dante. Dante, you got Dante and Mike. Mike has to be someone fucking crazy. Mike has to be someone fucking crazy, and Dante's got to be like... Dante, he's pretty much like someone who can tap into the darker side because of Snake Man. Dante's like, he's pretty much like a like a multi-dimensional actor because he's, he's had about like seven different... Uh, parts in the cool cinematic universe. He's been Dante Drago. He's been a frat star. He's been uh, bathroom Dante. He's been Snake Man. He's been a knob. He's been he's been all around the block. It's got to be someone who can who can play every role. And then Mike's just got to be someone crazy. Um, who's someone who who looks like Mike? I mean, if we're just going off crazy people, maybe Jim Carrey. I was gonna say Jim Carrey for for Doctor Cool. That was that was that was someone in the running for for actual Doctor Cool. I think because like, yeah, yeah, he's someone in the running for actual Doctor Cool. Um, I don't know if I don't know if he's Jim Carrey's too likable. That's the thing. He can't be Mike Anthony. He's he's too likable. Um, I'd say so we got. Dr. Cool, we got Dante, and we have Mike Anthony. I'm going to say, let's start with Dante. I'm going to say Dante. No, not him. No, not him either. Maybe Owen Wilson can be Dr. Cool. Ooh, I could see that for sure. Maybe Ben Stiller. That's not a bad casting. Maybe Ben Stiller is Doctor Cool. I'm trying to picture like the vlog series being acted out by these these major actors. I feel like Ben Stiller could maybe play a a good Mike Anthony. He's a very he could play very villainous. That is true. I feel like Ben Stiller is like. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm thinking White Goodman when I think of Ben Stiller as a, as a, as a villain. Hmm. And I feel like... 
I don't know. I feel like that's not the perfect casting for Mike Anthony. I feel like there's someone better out there. But I don't know. I think for now, I'm going to lock in Dr. Cool. I'm going to lock in Dr. Cool. Nah. Hmm. Damn. Hmm. Hmm. Fuck. This is tough. We could come back. This is a... We could come back to the whole casting. I'll give you a couple minutes to think if you need it. Let's let's cast let's cast one person and then we'll come back to it. Sure. Three, this is three at one time. We got we got Lego that the cool was Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. Um Maybe <laughs> Uh You know what, Doctor Dante's he's gonna be Channing Tatum. That's my pick. Dante's gonna be Dante's gonna be Channing Tatum. I don't, I don't really, I feel like, yeah, that's a good casting. Yes, it's pretty solid. Yeah, one hundred percent. Me and Mike Anthony, though. Huh? Is someone? Is someone who's got to be? Mike Anthony eventually becomes Doctor Cool. We can't get around that. You can't get around Mike Anthony eventually becoming Dr. Cool. And so it's got to be someone who can play Dr. Cool, but can also tap in to the, the, the dark and crazy elements. I think... Let's come back to it. Let's come back to it. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got a couple minutes. All right. Let's get into uh, a controversial subject. Uh, pineapple on pizza. What's your stance? I've never had pineapple on pizza. I've never, you know what? I feel like it's like the most generic bucket list item that people have. <laughs> and one day it might happen. It'll probably happen. Honestly, at this point, like it, it might not happen. It might never happen because I feel like there's always going to be like a better, safer option than going for some, like, the quirky pineapple and pizza pick. Right. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that it may, it may never happen. Honestly, I don't, I'm, I'm the type of guy who just orders the same shit whenever I go out. So I don't really see a scenario where I decide to willingly spend money on pineapple and pizza when I could buy something that I know I'm going to like. I completely get that. Alright. Um, what's your spirit Pokemon? My spirit Pokemon? Yeah. Fuck. Is this like a, like a Jake, is this like a me question or a Dr. Cool question? Um, whoever, whoever you feel Um... I'm gonna, I'm just, I think it's a Dr. Cool question. I think Dr. Cool's spirit Pokemon is... Hmm. You know who I really like? Yeah. The, the new Pokemon, Quaxley. Okay. Have, have you seen Quaxley? I don't believe I have. All right, I hear you. I'm a big, I'm a big duck guy. I think Quaxley looks really cool. But for for a more commonplace answer, I'm gonna say 
for a more commonplace answer, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, let's go with maybe hmm oh well you know what I did have him on the Pokemon card I'll say Tentacool. There you go. Tentacool. Actually, you know what? Tentacool for the sake of Pokemon card, but I do like Heracross. Okay, fair enough. For this question, you will be asked on a wrestling interview, would you ever consider wrestling a rock? Not Dwayne Johnson, not the country, an actual rock. Yeah, I'd wrestle a rock. I guess, like, the only way to handle that, though, is, I mean, is the rock, the rock can't really do any offense to me. He kind of just sits there. Kind of sits there and hangs out. I kind of just like put a foot on top of him and I win. That's kind of what that's kind of what happens, right? I kind of just put my put my foot on top of him and and uh, and that's it. Well, just for context, there's this wrestler named Psycho Mike that wrestled in actual rock for over fifteen minutes. Mike Mike Anthony? Or? No, Psycho. Like a different guy. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, he uh, wrestled in actual rock for over fifteen minutes in a tungsten man match, an Iron Man match that lasts for two weeks. Shit. Yeah. An Iron Man match that lasted for two weeks. Yes, with a rock. That is so badass. That's pretty fucking cool. I should do that. I think maybe, maybe me and me and Lego Doctor Cool versus like a rock, a piece of paper, and scissors. A two on three handicap match, and we'll go Iron Man for a month just to beat the guy. Just to beat the guy. Have it the longest wrestling match of all time. All right, um, Avon Vertigo, if you're listening, book the damn match. Yeah, exactly. Set it up. I mean, Mike, We're waiting out here. Mike has wasted his opportunities. He's, um, he did not win the Tungsten Man match. He lost to The Rock. Yes. He's a fucking pussy. <laughs> uh, and so we love the late, great Tracy Smothers. Do you know the acronym for Thug, T-H-U-G? Nah, no idea. T is for terrible, H is for hell, U is for ugly, and G is for jail. Because a dog can't spell. Oh, damn, alright. So it's fudge? Thug. T-H-U-G. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I'm fucking idiot. Fuck. <laughs> I, 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 I heard that thug, thug can't spell, and so... I thought fudge. Pretend that didn't happen. Fuck. I'm embarrassed. Alright, um, we, we left Tracy trying to keep the memory alive. Um, do you know who will play Dr. Cole in my time? I've been thinking about it a little bit. Part of me's feeling, feeling Zach Galifianakis to be Dr. Cool. Okay. I think it's an interesting pick, but like, in the last few questions you've asked, I'm thinking maybe Zach plays Mike. It's more of like a comedic take on the Mike Anthony character. I think Zach Galifianakis, like, I feel like this has got to be, a, it's like, we got to go with some, some funny actors that, gotta, that, that can pick up the slack. I feel like Zach Galifianakis, ah, oh, man, 
that Gal Phinaxis is the villain. Has he played the villain in any movies? Uh, Lego, uh, Batman. Oh, fuck, that's right, yes, yes, yes. That's what I, I that's, yes. Lego Batman, and he, I guess he was, like, a villain character in Dinner for Schmucks. He was, like, the best part of that movie. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but he, he was good in it. I believe he was a villain in the Bob Sproko movie as well. I think he voices Felix Fishroder. Right? Yes, one of them. Yeah, I think so. I, I haven't seen the I haven't seen Bob's Burgers in a while. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna. I definitely recommend. I'm gonna go with. Go ahead. Sorry. I definitely recommend the movie. All right, I'll I'll have to check it out. I think I think we're gonna go with with Zach Galifianakis to play Mike Anthony. I think that's an interesting take on the Mike Anthony character. I think it would be pretty funny to see. I don't know if Zach Galifianakis is the full-time Dr. Cool, but Zach, seeing Zach Galifianakis as, as Mike Anthony's Dr. Cool, I think it would be pretty funny. I think it would be a big addition to the, to the series. And I think he can, he, can, he can play the dark role a little bit well. I think, I think he's solid. And for Dr. Cool, so you got... You got Zach Galifianakis and Shannon Tatum. <laughs> oh my god. Um just a damn good person to play Dr. Cool. We need a damn good actor. We need a, a someone who has the hair. Man, I tell you when you first asked the question, I, I Part of me was thinking Brad Pitt, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a fan of Brad Pitt in this role. I mean, I feel like Brad Pitt could play the hell out of Doctor Cool if he's given the opportunity. I think given the opportunity, yeah, but I don't know if he's the guy. I don't know if he's the guy. I think. This is a side note. I think I've. I've because I just thought about this. I think there's two people to play Phil Cardigan. I think Paul Rudd could be a good Phil Cardigan. But I also think Fogel, I don't know the guy's name, but Fogel or McLovin from Superbad could be Phil Cardigan because they look exactly alike. I've never told Phil that, but they are identical. If you go back and watch, if you see, oh, I think it's Fogel and Neighbors. He's Fogel's and Neighbors. And, man, he has, like, facial hair at that point. They look exactly like they're the exact same person. You can't tell me otherwise. I they they are the exact same person. And that's why I I'd have either Paul Rudd or that guy play play Phil Cardigan. Um, the guy playing Doctor Cool. Have you? No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that here. Um. If you need a I think. I'm sorry. I'm taking so much time thinking about who's going to play Doctor Cool. It's it's a hard question. It's a really hard question. Do you have? Oh man, maybe just like. Uh, fuck. Fucky. Fuck. 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 If you need a couple more minutes, I could uh, ask you another question or two. Let's just get yeah. Let's get one more. Let's get another question. I'll, I'll be able to answer this. 
where do you see yourself in five years? Oh man, in five years, I I see myself being a wrestler. I, I'm not gonna quit. And I think in five years time, I I like to think that I'll I'll be making. Uh, I'll, I'll I like to think that I'll. I like to think that I'll be a bigger name on the indies, or if uh, if I'm signed by then, which I don't know if it will happen. It might not. Is it? It's more more likely to more likely to not happen than to happen. Um, question: Can you still hear me right now? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, I think I I like to th think that. Sorry, I'm looking up a, a list of Jack Black. Jack Black is Dr. Cool. Done. There we go. That's my casting. Jack Black is Dr. Cool. This is sounding this sounds like an awesome movie. Um it's going to be the epic uh, definitely gonna be a blockbuster. And we should pre order you could pre order the tickets now. That's true. Yeah, you could. Alright, um, and what's the match people should go out of their way to see that best shows off what Dr. Cool is all about? Um, I think, uh, six-man tag from, with Bully Ray, uh, from a couple months ago, created for Wildlife, that's a fun one. Um, if you're, if you want to go for something that's more Dr. Cool-centric, sorry, excuse me, uh, I think the Fatal Four Way from Create a Pro Great Heights. Uh Cap Title Match is, is something up there for me too. And uh I like to I think probably my match with Aaron Work on Cap TV. It's uh I think it was a few months ago. Back in like May or June it went up. It's uh, it's one of my favorite matches. It's probably my favorite tap TV match. Um, it's really fun. Aaron Work played a big part in training me. He was around a lot during my early early days, my early early months at Creative Pro. Um, it's a match that I'm, I'm very proud of, and I hope that uh, anybody who watches it will uh, will give it a shot and check it out, and perhaps. Perhaps enjoy it. So yeah, that those are those are the ones that I those are those are the ones I enjoy. They're a bit longer, um, for a shorter match. Um, we will just leave it at, at that answer. All right, fun enough. Can we find these matches on YouTube? Um, you can find the Cap TV one. Uh, if you go to IWTV or the Inter Independent Wrestling TV. <laughs> Uh, you can find the, the Creative Pro, the live event shows ones. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, you can find those there. Can we find something on YouTube? Um, yes, you can find uh, the match with Aaron Rourke that I, I spoke about. 
that I talked about. That's on uh, Creative Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. Okay. Um, I don't have a whole lot of, of matches on the Dr. Cool J. Klein channel, but I, I plan on, on posting some more there. Uh, for now, mostly the Dr. Cool J. Klein uh, account is just uh, vlogs and a few shorts. And I'll uh, put the match with Aaron Roth uh, in the description of the, of the video below, but on YouTube and CastBox for anybody uh, that has seen it, that wants to re-see it, or hasn't seen it uh, at all after this interview. I appreciate that. There are going to be a lot of links in that in that in that box. We got the first four Doctor Cool vlogs, and then and then Aaron Roth's match. Basically, just benching all Dr. Cool content after this. Exactly. Exactly. Listen to this interview. Watch uh, the Battle of Hotel California. Watch some matches. Everything and everything in between. All right. Yeah, just spend your spend your whole day on Dr. Cool. That's all you got to do. Yes. And since we are nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with. The eight questions of doom. The eight questions of doom. Fuck. What is? What have I got myself into? This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready? You said it's a speed round. Yes. I can't like think about the questions. I just gotta say what comes to mind. I mean, you could take a. Uh, you could think about it, but uh, it is a speed round. For sure. All right. All right. All right. The pressure's on. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. The Undertaker. Worst wrestler. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to hear my answer. From, uh, I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> Would you like the default? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Mike Anthony. Mike Anthony's the worst wrestler of all time. There you go. That's my answer. Your main eventing WrestleMania for the World Championship. Who is your opponent? Undertaker. Cool. Or, or maybe Cena. Or maybe Cena. Make Probably Taker. How about make, make it a triple threat? Do them both. Oh, shit. That's pretty intense. <laughs> That's a damn good match. Yes. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? It has to be a, uh, I think either Edge's theme or I, 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 I don't know if this is necessarily Dr. Cool, but I love, I love Evolution's theme song. Hmm. Yeah. Which Edge theme specifically? Um, the, the, the classic Alter Bridge Metalingus. Okay. Finish the sentence. Kayfabe is. I don't know. I don't like. I don't know. I, so I don't really. I got. <laughs> that's all, that's my honest answer. Like to be completely honest, sometimes I don't even know what kayfabe is. Like, I don't like. Like, like, the definition of kayfabe is, like, it's keeping the storyline going outside of the ring? Okay. Like what, even, what even is kayfabe, you know? 
that's my answer. Kayfabe is I don't know. It's it's I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, we continue. But who came up with the word too? Kayfabe. That's such a that's such a fake word. Who came up with that? Well, we also. It's dude, man. Wrestling lingo. Wrestling lingo is so weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into a rant here if you don't mind. I know we've been going for like an hour and a half, but indulge me for a moment. Some some of the phrases that wrestlers, I don't want to say make up or, or they use are so so stupid. Like, have you ever heard like someone say like I, like I popped for that? Someone talk about a pop. Sure, it's fine to like say, oh yeah, the crowd popped for that. Like if they see something cool, the crowd popped for it. But like, there's some wrestlers who I know personally. And who, or who I've seen on the indies who will, who like use it too much. And they, they it becomes a problem because they replace like their natural, guttural reaction to something that they like with pop. It's like, let's say you're watching a match. Let's say you come, and you come back to the locker room and, and, Someone comes up and you, there was like a cool some, something cool happened in the match and someone comes up to you like yo I saw that that was awesome dude that was like what no you did it you just told me you just told me in like the most monotone expression possible you did not pop for it and if you're watching something if you're watching wrestling and the guy bro the amount of times I've I've been watching like an indie show or something or, or like a movie with another wrestler or a, or a TV show or just, or just enjoying any sort of, of content or media with another wrestler and we see something cool, see something funny instead of going, instead of going, <laughs> instead of getting a, a laugh, a good belly laugh out of that, instead they just go, hmm, pop. <laughs> you clearly didn't pop for it. You clearly didn't pop for it. You're just saying a word. You didn't just saying a word. If you didn't think it was funny, just say you didn't think it was funny. Or if you thought it was funny, just like at least like a little bit of a laugh. But you're just saying you're just saying pop. You're just saying pop. That's the only thing that comes to your mind. What does that even mean? You can't like you can't replace. It's just a word. It's just a word. You can't replace like a like a natural, girl, real reaction with the word pop. It's become, it's so stupid. This is so dumb. It's such a stupid fucking word. Wrestling lingo is so stupid. Like some of the like some of the shit that people do. Like you're not fucking cool if you say pop. Like oh yeah, I popped for that. Haha, pop, pop, pop. Shut the fuck up, dude. Just shut up. All right. What's the next question to do? New Japan wrestler Taiji. I'm annoyed. His ring gear gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My question, what is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio for ring gear? <sighs> uh, trunks to cheek ratio? Yes. Uh, if we're up to me, I don't really want to see anyone's ass hanging out of their, their trunks during a wrestling match. I, if you have tight gear, I don't know, it just makes, I don't want to say it makes me uncomfortable, 
but I think like if I see someone wrestling with really tight gear, I just get nervous that's going to rip. And I don't, I don't want to have to witness that. I don't think anybody does. Trunks to cheek ratio. Has tight gear or has ripped their pants? Hmm. All right, so no cheek. Yeah, no cheek. Just cover it up, man. There are kids here. No one needs to see that. And the last question, the main event, the thing everybody wants to know. Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen? You know what's funny about that is I actually got into a conversation with someone about Darby Allen in a supermarket the other day. It's crazy. Wow. You, uh... No, I'm kidding. I've... <laughs> I, I had no idea where that question was going. I thought you were going to say, have you ever had a conversation with a stranger about wrestling in a supermarket? But no, uh, Darby, Darby Allen, no, I've never had a, had a conversation with someone about that. And that's the correct answer. That's the correct answer? Yes. That's a, that, was a, that, that was like a, like if I said I did, well, hypothetically, I had, what what happens when you when you actually meet the person who who has talked about Darby Allen with a stranger in a supermarket? Well, and they're not lying about it. It's the correct answer. <laughs> and we have, all right, fair enough. We have fair enough. people talk uh, have had conversations with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen. It has become you, um, more common. In the last year, than it was last year, at least. This is like a fad. Like people do this on the regular. Is what you're saying? Well, I mean, it could just be. It was a joke between me and my co-hosts, and then um, it just evolved into the point where we, at all three of us, actually went into supermarket and asked random strangers, "Do you know who Darby Allen is?" <laughs> uh, nice. None of us were successful. Um, Damn. At that point, we only had one guest that did have a conversation about Darby Allen in a supermarket, but it was kind of cheating because Darby was actually there with him. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, but uh, there has been maybe two, maybe three people um, Yeah, that's, that have legitimately had conversations about Darby Allen in a supermarket. Nice. And that will conclude this interview. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been a really good time. You asked a lot of really good questions, and I, I appreciate that. This was certainly one of the one of the more fun podcasts that I've been on. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we tried to keep it interesting for our guests on the show, for sure. It was. It was. And, uh, the, 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 the actor question really had my brain racking. Well, I mean, it is the, the, the question that broke my thought. So that's, that's why it's a lot of fun. trivia for you Once again, where can we find all things Dr. Cool, social media, and merchandise? Uh, Instagram, and Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all at Dr. Cool Clang. That's Doctor as in DR and not the full word doctor. YouTube is Dr. Cool J Clang. Um, 
Facebook, if you if you're into that, is Jake Lang, not Jake Lang. It's my 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 legal birth name. Um, my uh, my my pro wrestling tees is just is uh, pro wrestling tees. Doctor Cool, search up Doctor Cool. Uh, I've got three shirts on there now. Um, and yeah, uh, Creative Pro Wrestling, December eighth, Thursday night, Lindbrook, New York. Bring two action figures, boxed. Donate. That's how you get in. No tickets. Uh, I will be there. I will be wrestling. And there's no need to go typing that into your Google machine. All of the links will be in the description of the video below or on YouTube. Aspot. Simply click the link. You will be in a new tab on whatever device you are on. You have no excuse. Buy a damn short. Damn right. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, of course, uh, thank you for listening. Um, of course, this was, uh, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, or on YouTube at Castbox. Um, of course, this and all our interviews are sponsored by Rogue Energy and Fairland Coffee. Uh, join us tomorrow as we interview Riley Rocket. And uh, on the 28th, uh, Alexander Crawley and Lip. Um, and you can follow the show at Wrestling with E on Twitter for information on uh, who we're interviewing, when we're interviewing them, links to those interviews, and so much more. Um, and on Instagram at Wrestling with E as well. You can follow me personally at JamesJ993. Or you can follow Scooter at Scooter Dust and on uh, the remix, uh, the only live alternative commentary for WWE PLEs. Uh, the one coming up, Royal Rumble. And on the uh, Smoking Dragons, it's doing as well. Alright, uh, Dr. Cool, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment, okay? Sounds good. For always special guest, Dr. Cool, uh, Jay Clang, Calico Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling Wit. Entertainment. Hey folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Enjoy the show, support these guys, we appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.